Hi, this is Maurizio from Invictus, Cataclysm, and Xdeo. Name them all. You're listening to CMS. All the best. presents and i of course am chris aiken and today we are presenting some heaviness and i'm always up for that i know i interview a lot of hair metal bands and that's cool too but i like when it's just vicious and this is definitely just vicious um brand new band called semi-rotted is it semi or semi jeremy semi-rotted it is it is a punch in the gut followed by a sledgehammer to the face it is just vicious metal it has my all-time favorite drummer tim young on it so it is just fantastic band and here to talk all about it is this guy right here uh from semi-rotted it is jeremy spencer jeremy how are you man i'm doing good man how's it going good man well dude i'm gonna start before we even get into semi-rotted i want to get into what happened with Psycho Center? I think you're the only guy in the world that released a hundred songs in a year and then just said, okay, I'm moving on, you know? Yeah. So let's start there, man. What, what was it that, that made you decide to go in this new direction? Well, I, I had been a fan of heavy music my whole life. And sure. certainly the death metal stuff in the nineties was something I was really into. Um, so, as of late, my wife and I had been kind of like getting a lot of new vinyl and we would listen to it every morning while we're drinking coffee. And I'm like, fuck, I miss this music, man. I miss right. heavy. I want to do a heavy record. I don't even know what it's going to sound like. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, but I know I want to do something that's heavier. So semi rod is kind of just what came out, you know, but uh, I, I just been on this death metal and extreme metal kick and it kind of brought back some nostalgic feelings for me. And I'm like, shit, I miss this, man. I want to do something heavy. Right on, man. Well, it's definitely heavy. There's no, there's no question about that. So, so let's get into semi-rotted. Uh, you know, you got the idea, obviously, and you wanted to do it. It's one thing to want to do it. It's another thing to put together a, a straight-up all-star band in order to do it, which you've done. So talk a little bit about bringing the band together and who you got in the band. Well, we have Sean McGee on guitar. He's, uh, he's a producer. He and I have, we do most of the writing. So, that's he and I that, that kind of started this thing. But when, when it was time to get the drum position filled, I was like, man, there's one guy I know that's a motherfucker. And we, I'm going to reach out to him. I know he's not going to do it. He was in Morbid Angel. He was in Vital Remains, right. Divine Heresy. 
he's probably busy and he probably doesn't give a fuck about my new band. So I, <laughs> but I reached out and he's like, dude, I really dig the material. Fuck, I'm in. I'll do it. And I couldn't believe it. But he, he came on board and then we flew him out and uh, from L.A. And uh, he recorded two albums worth of material like in about four days three or four wow. days so he was really focused and on it man it was really cool and we have ap from gemini syndrome on bass who's a monster bass player and a fucking wicked looking dude too on top of it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nice let me go back to tim for a second you know i mean he's he's to me he's the best drummer in anything right now he's so talented and that's no offense to you that's no offense to anybody but he's just other world that you know there's there's that class of guys him gene hoagland there's a very small number of guys as good as him how in the world did you get lucky enough that he was available to do it for forgetting wanting to just available because he's pretty in demand i couldn't believe it yeah he he really wasn't doing a, a whole lot at the moment i caught him in just the right time because who knows any seconds a phone call away from hey dude come do this tour and then he's gone you know right so but we we got lucky. We reached out, and he was available and into it. So that's a great thing, man. <laughs> right on. No no question, man. Well, dude, when when you reached out to to all these guys, um, did you already have music written, or did you write together as a group and kind of find your connection as a band? I mean, how how did the the music that you started creating come mm -hmm. together? It was Sean and I mainly. Sean McGee and I. Um, we did most of the writing on these first two records. Um, Going forward, we're not sure if, how it'll be. It, it could be a whole collaborative effort, group effort. But right now, Sean and I kind of did the writing on the on on these albums. Okay, excellent. Now, dude, you know this. You're you're a metal fan. Death metal fans are about the most territorial as anybody. Yeah. You know they they. I'll point to Des from Devil Driver to be the similar comparison to you. You know, with obviously the five finger background but i remember when des launched devil driver and he had a bitch of a time with the fans you know the fans were just like we don't want that guy from coal chamber in here you know they didn't want nothing to do with that and yeah. it took them and and then there was i don't know if you even remember this but then they had the thing with cataclysm a true death metal band and they had like a a, a rubbing of the a rub up on each other which i think actually entered them into the being accepted because then people listen to the music looking to shit on it and then it was good and they didn't right. but um for you i know you don't worry about that stuff because you've taken more heat than probably anybody should you know but what have you experienced so far and what do you anticipate from death metal fans that will come in at first and be like nope don't want it that was a that was a pop metal band that i don't want to be part of Sure. Yeah. You know, that's not, that's, that just goes with it, but I, people, all they have to do is hear it. And then I think they'll, they'll ease up and go, okay, it, it belongs, you know, it's a, but I get it. You don't want somebody that was in some kind of outside big band. That's not your right. genre to come in here and try to take over your genre. I'm not trying to take over anything. I'm just trying to make a record that I wanted to listen to that I liked. And right. it sounds like some of the stuff that's familiar from the past, from some of these genres. So that's all I'm trying to do is just make a wicked record and have fun, man. Right. Now, now you gave people the first taste of this uh, earlier in the year with uh, the the EP with Deader Than Dead. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what I like about it the most, and then you tell me if that's what you were going for. I like that it's very much not this new age death metal. It's not death core. It's <laughs> not, you know, death 
with groove filled through it. So, I mean, it's it's traditional death metal, well, which it, I, mostly. It mostly, I'm lyrically for sure. It's yeah. it's all death metal lyrically. Musically, there's some elements of extreme, elements of groove, elements of death metal. So that's where the the rub will be weird. Like, what the fuck is this mixture <laughs> stuff? But I don't give a fuck. I like good music or bad music, whatever. It's just whatever you're into. <laughs> right on. Now, how did people when when they heard it the first time? Did they did they immediately go to it and just judge it as a new band, or did they judge it as well? It's Jeremy Spencer. And now let's listen to it. It was both. It okay. was a little bit of both. Uh, people are discovering it on their own, and some are discovering it because of who you know I was, being in Death Punch and stuff like that. Right on. And uh, dude, I'm always fascinated by you specifically. How do you push that hate away? Do you just do you just not look at it? Do you? Because I, I mean, you take you take a beating online. I'm sure you know that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's and it's not fair because it's like, okay, yeah. I mean. And I'll, I'll just say it, and you can agree or disagree, but what did you do that was so wrong? You were in a band that got popular. It's not like Five Finger Death Punch was this huge band that you joined. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a band that you were in that got popular. And for you to take such heat just seems crappy to me. It's it's just part of the territory. If something's forced down your throat enough, you're going to have a reaction against it. And that's kind of what happened with Death Punch. It was so popular and it was so everywhere all the time that people were like, fuck this band, man. I <laughs> right. get it. You know, I get that. I understand. But um, and then, you know, me just experimenting, doing my other projects, some theatrical, whatever. It, it, it's it's easy to go, fuck fuck this guy, you know, what's he trying to do? I don't understand it or it sucks or it's just shit. And it's just part of the deal, man. You just got to have to roll with it. Right on, man. Well, dude, obviously um, you, you have put music out there. And like we said, deader than dead, the EP is available on all the streaming services. Is it only available? The EP, is it only available on streaming or is there a physical that people can buy? You can go to semirata.com and buy the physical. Okay. Then do that. People don't just stream it. Cause that makes nothing for anybody. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> tough, man. That's for sure. <laughs> nice. Well, dude, one of the songs I wanted to feature here to kind of give people a taste was a uh, shotgun symphony. It's a, it's a great tune. Uh, tell us a little bit about this one. This was actually the first song that we wrote. Um, okay. so it's kind of, it's got a certain energy that I really like. And to me, it's kind of like the appropriate way to kick things off. It's a good album opener. It'd be a good live opener. But to me, it just fucking the energy is pretty infectious and it's it's an up tempo burner. Right on. Well, let's check it out right now. It is Shotgun Symphony. It is semi rotted right here on Chris Hagen Presents. Time to reload Human 
Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents, it's uh, Chris Aiken with Jeremy Spencer of Semi-Rotted. New song that is out there now, which we will get to at the uh, close of this, called Bloodbath, which is has a story all by itself to it. We just heard Shotgun Symphony. Great song. Um, I The one song I did want to ask you about was, um, was, was it called? Hammer Teeth? <laughs> yeah, Hammer Teeth. I that that is my favorite song on 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 this what six or seven songs that you've given us so far that to me is is kind of the the kind of song that I think would probably lend people that that like heavy music into this band tell me a little bit about that song hammer teeth I, Shawnee come up with the riff and I was like, dude, that's cool. I'm hearing a hook. I, and I wanted some kind of a sound effect. So we used this kind of like hammer hitting on some kind of glass breaking or something. I forgot the name of the effect, but we use that in the chorus. And I, I was like, hit, hit, it's gotta be hit. It's gotta be something with the word hit. So then that's kind of how hammer teeth just came from it. But I, cause I just try to write the most fucked lyrics that you can write for the, <laughs> for the moment, you know? <laughs> Right on, man. Now, dude, with death metal, the themes are always brutal. Where where does it come from from you? Are you big? Uh, are you a big horror guy? Or yeah, I'm a big horror fan, but I'm always looking for titles. If I see a title, I'm like, hmm, I could write something interesting with that title, and that's that's how it starts. I'm always looking for titles. Okay, excellent. And then, I mean, do you write lyrically? Once you get a title, yeah. then where do you go? Do you go and say, well, you know, this part in saw five was cool let me write about this or you know no i mean i'll think of i'll sit there and think about the most fuck scenario i can i don't know where it comes from exactly but you know you're just trying to outdo yourself with craziness each time and there's really no rules so it's kind of fun you know right i I, i'm gonna ask and please tell me no or yes on this one do you watch serial killer like documentaries to just kind of hear kind of some of the fucked up things that some of these guys are doing and then say, Hmm, well, maybe I could scribble something about that. No, but it's not a bad idea. Maybe I should start doing that. To, <laughs> some extra help. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's tons of that out there, but it, as a, as a, I call it murder porn. And as a murder porn guy, there's tons of it out there. And wow, there's some stuff going on out there. You just can't, even, there's, there's stuff going on out there that you can't even believe is happening in the real world. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> nice well well dude um let's 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 uh talk a little bit more about the new single let's talk about bloodbath um the obvious talking point i guess is that um you got corpse grinder for cannibal corpse you know he's he stepped in and worked with you on it did you were were you friends with him or did you just kind of hear where you wanted and you heard his voice i mean how does he come into this I, we had finished the song and I was like, man, how cool would it be if we could get Corpse Grinder to do a guest vocal spot on here? So sure. the, the cool thing is, is that we have the same management. Okay. So I was like, do you think you could reach out to George and see if he'd be interested in even considering doing this? And lo and behold, man, the dude did it in like two days and sent it back and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool, man. Uh, did you, um, do you have more guests on some of the other songs that you're, uh, that you're working on? Yeah, we have a song called Torture Congregation that's also on that EP, and it features right. Will, Run, uh, Will Ramos from Lord, Lord Shore. Yeah. yeah. Very cool, man. Now, what I read about you, about, the, about Semi-Rotted right now, mm. and this is nothing new for you, but I read that you're working on about 25 songs, which 
Most other bands might work on 10, but there's you who puts out 100 in a year. Yeah. So, you know, you know, 25 is not crazy for you. Um, but working in a new style, I would think maybe that's a little bit more difficult because when you're trying to establish something new, maybe you're trying not to repeat yourself at all. You know, so talk a little bit about writing so much in a new style for you. Is it difficult or is it is it just ideas and you keep them or what? Yeah, I prefer it. I just like we we made the first record and then we just keep going. We were like, I want let's keep creating. So we just started writing a new new batch of songs and it ended up being enough for two records. So that's really what we have is two albums, essentially. Okay, are they already done or are they? Yeah, they're done. Oh, wow. <laughs> Typical Jeremy Spencer way. They're done. They're just, you're not going to release them all at the same minute, are you? <laughs> no, not this time. I, that was just an, ex an experiment, you know, that I wanted to try. And, you know, it was what it was, but I did release a lot of music. <laughs> right. Yeah, you definitely. I don't want to go into that a whole bunch, but I, I, I will say this as a fan of yours, and I'll point to you and Lordy, another band that I'm a fan of that did sort of the, I think Lordy did like 14 albums or something. And and you did what, 10? They did something? seven and we did nine. Yeah, it was like, it was some yeah. crazy numbers like that. Yeah. I will say that even as a fan, it was definitely hard to ingest all of it. Just right. to, it, 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 it was hard to, to say, okay, I like this or I don't like that. It was just kind of like, wow this is a lot of you know it's it's like buying a box set it's yeah. you know you it literally was like buying a box set but of all new material with no songs that you knew very difficult in hindsight do you wish you would have parsed it out or even done let released it every six months or something like that or i don't think so because i've done it the traditional way i wanted to do something that was so outlandish obviously with the project it was sure. fucking outlandish so everything about it was outlandish and it, it was just like let's just keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. It was during the pandemic. So there's nothing happening. So, right. Uh, but then it was just like, well, what the fuck are we going to do with it? Let's just put it all out at once. So that, that's what I did. Right. Um, all right. So let's get to the obvious, man. You have a new band. You have a great new band. You have great new songs. People are going to want to see it. Yep. It's also the most difficult time I think ever for touring right now with the, the costs of fuel, the costs of buses, the costs of hotels, not as many places to play. You know, where are you at with touring plans and trying to get all all of that sorted out so that you can take it out there? Yeah, we're, we're talking about doing something maybe regionally first, something okay. a little smaller, um, and build it outward that way. But you you got to start somewhere. But like you said, the costs are pretty high and it's a little different than it was before. So we have to do it strategically. We're definitely planning on trying to figure out how and when we're getting out, what tour would make the most sense, uh, stuff like that. You, you kind of are at the mercy of what's available for starters because there's so many bands trying to take up all the slots, right? Right. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But we definitely plan on getting out there. It's um, I just don't have any confirmed dates or times yet sure it's in the do, work if you had your way would you do festivals where you can reach a lot of people at once but because you're new you might have to play at two o'clock in the afternoon yeah or would you do a smaller smaller run but it'll be people that you know are fans of you are fans of tim or fans of gemini syndrome you know you know you would get more of an actual engaged fan base if you did shows 
that are your own, I guess. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, we, we hope to do both. Playing festivals are amazing because you can reach a lot of people at once. But those little intimate shows and little dive bars, man, those mm -hmm. are serious energy exchanges, man. Those are great fucking shows. Absolutely. So if we have to be the door opening band at 630 for a, for a band, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we plan on earning our stripes just like the next band. Right on. Well, I, yes and no. Because I, I mean, your hair, your your background is gonna get you, is gonna get you in the door a little bit, don't you think? I mean, you're not, you don't have to, you're, you're not gonna be playing at noon on the incarnation next year or whatever. You really don't know, man, because there's so many bands. There's, it's just really tough. But I'm ultimately we'll play wherever people will have us. So right. we'll, you know, if that's twelve o'clock in a parking lot somewhere in Texas, great, let's do it. Right on. I hear you, man. All right, man. Well, let's let's wrap this one up with the uh, bloodbath video. Um, it's a great tune, like we said. Corpse Grinder from Camel Corpse is uh, featured on it. Uh, what can you tell us about the video itself? Uh, McKenta Silver is the video creator. He's done a couple for us now, but he's this really great animator that's fucking got a sick mind and is perfect for what we're looking for. And uh, he nailed it. I think it's really fun, man. Really cool. And it, let me ask you just real quick. Obviously, he over over dra dramatizes the neck thing with Corpse Grinder, which is always a, a funny meme and whatever. But how does he, how does he take that joke? Does he take it in stride? He was like, dude, this is awesome. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. He was totally cool with it. Yeah, totally cool guy. That's cool, man. Well, all right, man. Well, let's let's wrap this one up. Um, the band is semi-rotted. Uh, the new song is Bloodbath. It is out there on the streaming services, and you can also get the EP Deader Than Dead, which is also on the streaming services. I'm going to say it again. It's fine if you stream it, but go go make sure you buy it. And Jeremy, where should we send them to go buy it? Go to semirotted.com. You can. There's links there for everything, all, all of our socials, and where you can buy the EP. Okay, does that have the dash in it or not? No dash. No dash. Okay, good. So semirotted.com, go out there, buy something, people. Buy, buy, buy. Don't just stream. Streaming is lazy. So buy it. And right now we are going to wrap it up with the new video for Bloodbath. Um, and Jeremy, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Acup Sons. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Drowning in your...